on this episode of the 21st Century Classroom. Yeah, I feel like a lot of people um, will just look at the goals and be like, oh, that's great, but actually being able to do something about it and share that and hopefully inspire other people is really good. We meet three amazing middle school students who are using their learning and their voices to bring global change to their community. In 2015, the United Nations introduced 17 Sustainable Development Goals, goals they believe that, if met by 2030, have the potential to end all forms of poverty, fight inequalities, and tackle climate change. Those are some lofty goals for the planet, but here in Vermont, educators and students are embracing that challenge. We have unprecedented climate crisis, we have growing disparity between the rich and poor, we have massive social inequalities, and I somehow find hope, and that hope is in this room. Students and teachers have the freedom to design learning around meaningful goals, like the sustainable development goals that we'll look at today. We also have opportunities to design learning with our learners, with our learners, in ways that help us design work around solving real problems in our local and global communities. So you're gonna think today with your team about how to make change in your community, and there's different ideas. Are you gonna invent? Are you gonna innovate? Or maybe you're gonna campaign? These are the ways in which you can have an impact on our local and global community. My name is Lindsay Hallman. I'm a middle grade educator at Essex Middle School. I think it was now about two and a half years ago, myself and Kate Tolan, um, who is a high school teacher at uh, People's Academy, and Jen Cirillo, who's the professional development coordinator at Shelburne Farms. We had a meeting of the minds. We kind of cooked up this concept of what would happen if we um, had youth come with an adult you know, uh, partner to think about these goals and what they could do in their own school communities to make change. At that first conference, 80 students from eight schools showed up and opened their minds to the idea that a specific framework of global pathways to change that students could use to guide them in making concrete change in their own communities. This past fall, more than 120 students from 16 schools attended, and the conference opened with a pretty amazing keynote performance. Everyone in the world begging for the right. The right for equal pay. We work just as hard. Why do we get the same? Why? Why does society push women down without giving them what they deserve? Why don't we earn the same? Two-thirds of women getting paid $10 or less. Pay your bills like a bird soaring through the air, being taken away from the people that deserve it. Abby, Marie, and Raquel are three students at Essex Middle School who took part in last year's conference and then used the Sustainable Development Goals as a framework for undertaking personally meaningful projects that they hoped would better their own community. We spoke with these three students to hear a little bit more about their projects and what the Sustainable Goals meant to them. My name's Abby, I go to Essex Middle School and I'm in eighth grade. So I was at the conference last year and I had no idea what I wanted to do for my year-long project. So my goal was to create a system for food insecure families to have access to healthy snacks over the weekend because many kids rely on school for breakfast and lunch. So we called my project Bags of Hope and I created repurposed bags for students to use for healthy snacks. So I made bags out of um, old coffee bags that I got from Green Mountain Coffee and some recycled oil cloth that I got from my community partner. 
They were originally going to be snack bags for kids who go home on the weekends with nothing to eat, but it really turned out into a fundraiser because I realized that a lot of people wanted to buy them, and so we raised the money and donated it to our local homeless shelter. I was working on zero poverty and no hunger, and so I came up with it because I really like sewing and designing different things, and I really wanted to focus on those two goals because they really matter to me. The goals Abby's referring to are the first two of the 17 sustainable goals. Sustainable development goal number one, end poverty in all its forms everywhere. Sustainable development goal number two, end hunger, achieve food security and improve nutrition and promote sustainable agriculture. But back to Abby. Well, I have always loved doing arts and crafts and I have a creative mind and so I got a sewing machine on my 12th birthday and my mom had no idea how to sew so my grandma came and I was living in a foreign country so my grandma came and she taught me and then like right from the first day I learned I just loved it and I've really never stopped and it's kind of People are like, well, that's weird, like you're 13 and you sew, but it's a really a good skill to have and I just love it. So I started, the base of the bag was a burlap sack and it was from Green Mountain Coffee. They actually donated it, all of the bags for free and then the straps were like a green oil cloth and I used oil cloth because it's super sturdy when you start out your project. I had no idea what I was going to do, and it was frustrating. And then my teacher, Lindsay, was like, well, just pick, like, two goals that you are focusing on. And it just, after you pick the two goals, you kind of start going like, oh, I could do this, I could do this. So it was really just a starting point. We had all year, we started really in the first week, is we just started right up on projects. We had probably an hour and 30 minutes every single day to work on it but it also took a lot of out of school time a lot of work at home and with our curriculum we didn't have homework so it was just really easy to go home and work on your project just a little bit every day like fellow keynote presenter abby essex middle school student marie also addressed hunger and poverty in her community she and two other students partnered with burlington-based nonprofit cots the Committee on Temporary Shelter, in raising funds to help housing insecure Vermonters as laid out in Global Goals number one and two. End hunger, achieve food security and improve nutrition, and promote sustainable agriculture and end poverty in all its forms. Okay, so um, I did what we call an empty bowls project. So I teamed up with a few of my friends and we really wanted to do it around zero hunger because so many people don't eat and we're really lucky that we get to eat all this food but some people aren't fortunate enough. Yeah. And then we, we designed and painted and glazed all the bowls so they were edible. And then when we held the event, we sold them for $5 each at our Edge Team potluck. And we ended up raising around 200 to $250. Okay, I'm Marie, and I'm in 8th grade, and I go to EMS, or Essex Middle School. I did like an empty bowls sort of thing, where me and my two partners, Natasha and Michaela, 
we made these bowls. We had a big potluck with all our team to raise money for COTS, which is a program that helps with pretty much like everything. If you need a home, they have shelters. If you need food, they have food for you. So they really help people in need. A lot of people don't have food. They don't have a place to sleep. They don't have enough money. So we're thinking, you know, if we do some sort of event maybe for one of these people that runs an organization like this, it'll be easier on us and it'll be easier on them as well because they're just collecting the money that we raise. So that we decided on zero hunger and no poverty that way. The students in Marie's group made each and every bowl for the fundraiser with their own two hands and with help from their art teacher. Was it worth it? At the end, we got to talk with the, like, I want to say like owners, but like the people who run COTS. And it was great to just see how grateful they were that even though most likely they've gotten a lot larger donations, still how grateful they were for us to be able to do this. And it just kind of makes you happy like, yo, we did a good thing today. The global goal that most interested Essex Middle School 7th grader Raquel was number four. Sustainable development goal number four. Ensure inclusive and quality education for all and promote lifelong learning. Um, well, I was in a program called TRI and it stands for Teens Reaching Youth. And it was all about teaching little kids, so like fourth graders, um, about, well, we could choose what we wanted to teach them about. But um, I chose to teach them about the food systems. We went to um, the elementary school, which is just down the road of the middle school, and we taught two fourth grade classes. Yeah. And we taught them all about the food systems. And yeah, we also went to the sustainability academy and taught a group of kindergartners. That was really fun. That was, that was nice. <laughs> they were so cute. So it was like how the, f the main concept was how the food in their lunchbox got there and how we can help make that food help the environment, you know? So we each got like taught the different lessons so we know how to teach them to other kids. And then after that, we, we had to schedule our own appointments and choose our own classrooms where we wanted to teach. When Raquel chose to work with classes at Founders Memorial School, she reached out to some of the teachers there. Over email, she explained the aims of the program and what lessons for the younger students could look like. Spoiler, that's transferable skills. And then our first lesson um, was about, all about how the food in their lunchbox got there, like we were just introducing the main concept. And so we read a book to them um, that had like, um, it was focused on corn, I think. And so it was just like, the plant, the seed, and then like the plant, and then it gets harvested, and then it gets transported, and then it gets processed or packaged, and it goes to the supermarket, and from the supermarket it goes into your lunchbox. Like there was this one where we had to teach them about soil and the layers of it. And so we had this activity where we, you put like Cheerios and like raisins into a cup to show the different layers. And they just loved that, it was really good. There was this one time where we were overlapping into the recess time and like we felt really bad because like we didn't want to overlap into the recess time but they were really happy about it they were like really excited it was great because we were learning along with them because this was our first time teaching um 
so we just learned from our mistake. It helped me with like public speaking and sharing my ideas because I need to do that more in school because I'm just like a shy person. So it helped me learn to use my voice and that it's okay to use my voice. Um, the most satisfying part of the project was seeing the kids enjoy it, to be honest. Like I thought, okay, we're going to go teach this little kids and it's going to be hard because they're not going to want to focus and they're going to be talking over us and it's, like being a teacher is hard. Um, but it was good to see them really get into it and it was good to see them smile once they got it and that was that was probably the best part. What's the middle word from most important to the least important? important. And we'll sound the chime when we're ready to transition. Now, while you've been listening to this story, students all over Vermont have been hard at work on their own sustainable goals projects taking these huge global ideas and finding concrete ways to apply them in their own communities. And then within those global goals, what charities or organizations or community places make those. Since we were already interviewing these experts on the process, we asked our three keynoting students for one piece of advice they could give to other students working on these Global Goals projects. Here's what they said. Um, the advice I would give would be to be creative and to just know that you are going to make an impact on the community. Even if it's really small, it's still a step forward. I mean, I just really thought about what it's going to do for the community. Like, it's going to help people, so yeah. I would tell them to be flexible and that their ideas are going to change and that that's okay. It doesn't mean that they're indecisive or that they're not sticking to the plan. Um, it just means that their ideas are changing and that's okay and that they should just make it work because they can and it will help and it's okay to change your mind. And then also don't be afraid to ask for advice from other people or other teachers because they can always give you really good advice that will really help you out that you didn't think of. Lindsay Hallman, too, has advice for students. Yeah, the piece of advice I'd give to students is that this is real. You know, this is real work and things aren't going to change overnight, but every little bit is going to make a difference. The 21st Century Classroom is a podcast of the Tarrant Institute for Innovative Education at the University of Vermont. This episode was produced by Audrey Homan and Emily Hoyler. Huge thanks go out to Lindsay Hallman and Kate Toland, along with Abby, Raquel, and Marie. We can't wait to see what you all come up with next. To find out more about the Tarrant Institute, visit blog.tarrantinstitute.org.